0: see you there would you guys like to set sail on this ocean of flavor with me i'll be your captain i'm steve
1: Harrington, and i'm colin
0: and i'm whitney and this is scoops ahoy a stranger things podcast where we go week by week chapter by chapter looking at every episode of stranger things we started with season one we have now made it all the way through season three and we're at our recap episode and before we get started, Colin is here with a quick recap of his own of season three.
1: So I'll, I'll go kind of episode by episode because it's kind of hard to remember sometimes where the episode, you know, where they break. But mm-hmm. uh, so episode one with Susie, do you copy? Starts with a flashback to a year earlier in the Russian machine opening the gate blows up. Mike and Elle are dating. Dustin comes home from camp and intercepts the Russian code. Rats blow up in the mill, and Billy runs off the road on his way to meet Karen at the Motel 6. Chapter 2 is the mall rats. Billy sees himself in the Upside Down and later kidnaps Heather. Nancy and Jonathan meet with Mrs. Driscoll. Elle shops with Max at the mall and then dumps Mike's ass. Joyce talks to Mr. Clark about magnets. The Scoops troop hears the full code, and Hopper is stood up at Enzo's. Chapter 3 is the case of the missing lifeguard. Elle spies on the boys and then Billy, before finding Heather's stuff in the bathroom... Hopper and Joyce go back to the lab, and Hopper gets beat up. Robin figures out the Russian code, and Heather and Billy bonk their parents. Chapter four is the sauna test. Heather's parents are face-sucked by the Mind flare. Hopper roughs up Klein and learns about the land deals. Erica hits the vents and arrives in the elevator, which the Scoop's troop takes to the center of the earth. The gang traps Billy in the sauna, and Al throws him through the wall. Chapter five is the flayed. Hopper and Joyce take Alexi hostage from the Hess farm and then go to the 7-Eleven. Scoop's Troop makes it to the Russian base. Jonathan and Nancy join up with the gang and go to the Holloway house and then go to the hospital where they're attacked by Tom and Bruce who melt into goo. Episode six, E Pluribus Unum. Elle tosses the Mind flare out the hospital window. Steve and Robin are tortured, drugged, and then Dustin rescues them. Alexi just wants a cherry Slurpee. Antique Chariot and Wheelbarrow call the Philadelphia Public Library. L has the Billy Beach flashback and the whole town dissolves into goo. Chapter 7 is The Bite. The Mind Flayer attacks the gang at the cabin on July 4th. The Scoops Troop goes to the movies and then goes on the run from Russian goons, who Elle later smushes with a LeBaron. The gang treats Elle's leg and then steals fireworks. Robin likes girls. Alexi is killed, and Hopper tries out the funhouse. And then the last chapter was the Battle of Starcourt. Everyone comes together at the mall and then splits up. Dusty Bun and Susie Poo sing. Hopper and motorcycle helmet guy fight, Joyce turns the key, Billy dies, Hopper dies, and Robin and Steve get jobs at the video store. The buyers move and take Al with them, and then the Russians feed their new pet. So those are your eight episodes. Did you have a, a favorite, a least favorite?
0: Um. So favorite, obviously, I think it's Battle of Starcourt. I feel like that's everyone's favorite. It's the most action-packed and... So much happens and there's so many great scenes. You've got Hopper's speech. You have Mike telling Elle or trying to tell Elle he loves him and, or loves her. And um, just, I don't know. I love that. But the close, I love the scene where everyone is walking away from their respective parties. Like they're, whatever group they're at, you know, mm-hmm. families, random people in town. And they're just walking away. Oh, because I, in, in
1: e pluribus unum at the July 4th yeah period. yeah at yeah. the end
0: of it and because I feel like it raises
1: the most questions <laughs> yeah <laughs> that was a great I think that was probably my you know aside from Battle of Port I think that was my favorite episode too e pluribus unum yeah it has it has the um all Alexi with the Slurpee and that whole bit which I thought was good it has the antique chariot
0: uh, which I bit, yeah I love that which scene. was fun.
1: Um, I also I mean, it gives me anxiety, but I like the Billy Beach flashback. I loved how it was shot, um, how Uta Brzevich shot that with the this red clouds on the beach and Billy's mother. Yeah. And then the town becoming goo, I thought was good, too. So, yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they address that. I mean, the, we had the massacre at the hospital where everybody in the hospital is dead. Right. <laughs> and the,
0: they have to do something. They could not yeah. say that Starcourt mall burnt up and that's why everybody's gone because you right. know that like some families that were having their fourth of july barbecue would be like hey tommy was here and yeah. then he just walked away and we right. never saw him again
1: <laughs> but yeah but then you have everything at the hospital too because remember all the shots in the hallway of the doctors and nurses and stuff were dead in the in the hallways in the hospital remember at the it was at the end of uh i think it was in the flade They had a quick shot when Nancy was running through the halls and she's like tripping over. There's like some dead bodies in the hospital, too. Oh, I
0: just assumed it was like the three people that were working in that (laughs) that wing of the hospital. Well,
1: (laughs) yeah. How jaded are you? Well, it was only three people dead in the hospital. but Right. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm (laughs) like
0: Hopper when he just takes out the Russians. Right. yeah. Um, Yeah, I feel like that could, I don't know. I mean, you think about like, you know, we've talked about how that scene is very reminiscent of like Halloween and it, the, the Haddonfield yeah hospital looks the same as that one and I feel like that's more easily written off than an entire town like half of it just going which is originally you know when we read in the pitch bible that's what they wanted like that was the original pitch which I really wish we would have seen more of to be honest they had some really cool ideas like the town being haunted as opposed to yeah, one spot. But I mean
1: that that one shot when the whole town is kind of marching into the steelworks. I mean, there's like 50 people, and oh, in a town, of you
0: know, more than that, I'd yeah. say. Like and it the, was just they were just filing in.
1: Yeah, in a town the size of Hawkins. I mean, good lord. I mean, forget the the 30 people dead at the mall and the yeah, you know. like in
0: like and I feel like they could write the mall stuff off as like oh these were they didn't know that these people were Russians. They thought they were you know the people that worked at. You know, hot dog on a stick and right. stuff. When really yeah. they were getting deliveries from you know Russia, but so they could say that like yes, those people died in the mall, yeah. but there there has to be. That's what I'm most excited about for yeah. season four. I just want to see how this is all explained.
1: Right. So I went back and looked at the IMDb ratings or rankings for the episodes that you know people can write in their own mm-hmm. rankings. So it was pretty much like season two because season two went you know last episode was rated the yeah. highest all the way down to the first episode uh, not counting the lost sister and it was it was pretty much the same way on this one too the battle of starcourt got a 9.3 rating and then the only outlier was the sauna test episode which came in second and it got an 8.9 and then the rest was watching it backwards so what was
0: the number what was sauna test six
1: sauna test was four
0: Oh, four. So it
1: went. So it went eight, four, seven, six, five, three, two, one. So huh. eight got a nine point three, and then eight point nine for the sauna test, and then eight point eight, six and five tied at eight point six, and then three, two, one, and so one. The, pi- the not the pilot, but the first episode of the season, the one where Dustin comes home, mm-hmm. was the lowest rated at seven point nine. So,
0: which I always find odd because I. I, in my opinion, the first episode and the last episode are usually like two of the best of a season.
1: Well, you would think that people are like, oh, Stranger Things is back and it's the first yes. episode and this is great. And the, yeah, is, we're going to rate
0: it, you know, yeah. immediately, but every season's like this
1: and they're in the mall and they go to the movies and yeah, go to yeah. but yeah, I got a 7.9. Is, I mean, it's not lowest rated by far. It's not like lost sister ratings, but no. you know,
0: did is the, is the battle of star court the lowest rating of the three finales
1: the uh the last episode of season two got a 9.4 rating and then the last episode of season one also got a 9.4 rating and this one got a 9.3 so they're all pretty similar i mean it's yeah like, you know yeah and then rotten tomatoes uh remember we talked season one got a 97 percent critics rating and a 96 percent, you know regular people rating Season two dipped a little bit to 94%. So 97 to 94. And then the people rating went from 96 to 90. And then season three dipped again. So uh, critics ratings went 97, 94 to 89 for season three. And then 96 to 90 to 86 for people rating for. So general consensus, at least on Rotten Tomatoes, is that season three was the weakest of the three.
0: Well, that's what I've seen the biggest. I have seen the most complaints about season three which it ranges from people didn't like the sort of frantic pacing of flipping back and forth between comedy and action and, and, you know, comedy and horror and like that, you know, there were funny moments that backed right up to, you know, a giant monster eating people.
1: Yeah. I I think a lot of it too, is, you know, you think back to season one and it was fresh and it was new and it Mm -hmm. was exciting And now I think hopes are like expectations are so off the charts. Right. I mean, mean, you think of, I mean, we've been waiting three years for season four.
0: Oh, I'm terrified. For I know, like, deep down, I feel like I will love it no matter what. Yeah. Unless they kill Steve, then I (laughs) won't love it. But uh, I I do fear that the average watcher has kind of forgotten about it, and they're just not excited about it anymore. I mean, the content drought is absurd. And
1: and I I wonder too, if like, you know, somewhere between casual fans and super fans, you know, people that just like the show and are kind of looking forward Mm -hmm. to it are going to be kind of disappointed because it's been three years and the buildup's so much and there's so much,
0: well, and it's like teasing to remember. There's a lot of teasing we've had, you know, and it does worry me that I, I know that, you know, on one hand, it's great. We're, First season four we're getting out of hawkins it does worry me though that the the spread out locations will hinder the storytelling a little bit yep because like we've said you know in every episode it's the or every season it's the best when they get back together like when they're right. all together i mean you know? the
1: other i mean the other issue is you know we're sitting here in this three years that we've had We're picturing our own plot lines. We're we're imagining what we think is going to happen. And
0: oh, there's plenty of people that think they know. Oh, I know. (laughs) I mean, there there
1: are there are people out there that could probably script all all you know eight or nine episodes. There's people out there that
0: that are working harder than the duffers to connect the dots.
1: Right. So you know, when this comes out, if it's not exactly what you thought it was going to be, it's going to be hard to kind of you know live up to it.
0: Yeah. There's going to be there's going to be definite like sections of the fandom that are going to be disappointed and i'm pretty sure i I don't i can't remember which one it was one of the actors said that like yeah like one section is going to be disappointed and you know and that's the problem with this like with hyping it up so much like people love it so much and they get it in their head that they want it to be this way Mm -hmm. and when it's not that way they get disappointed and they're like screw stranger things i'm never gonna watch this again
1: right yeah exactly you know i couldn't just be like a middle of the road show like you know the crown or something that people just you know they <laughs> kind of look Watch forward to when it it's over
0: then, yeah no like i i mean like like you know you me and most of the people that i know that love stranger things we're all just like when when are we gonna get get something yeah right? and i don't know if they i don't know if you i think i sent it to you i, I feel like sean levy is is going to like take away all of noah's electronics yeah, if he doesn't stop yeah. posting stuff, right? So he posted this week, he it was like a reflection of him. It looked like he was in like a TV screen,
1: yeah, with or the it was like in front one. of the, the poster. There was like, the yeah, one, the like poster. the season
0: yeah. one, and it said season four promos this week, yeah, here we go again,
1: yeah. Well, that'll give us something to talk about further down the road. So, we'll see. okay, so uh, really quickly, just kind of an awards roundup, only nominated for seven Emmys this go round The Case of the Missing Lifeguard for music supervision, and then the Battle of Star Court for editing, sound mixing, and visual effects, and then the show as a whole for stunt coordination and drama series. They lost all of those, but they did win for sound editing for the Battle of Star Court, so it won one out of the seven Emmys, and it was also nominated for three SAG Awards, Ensemble, and David Harbour, and Stunt Ensemble, and did not win any of those, so not not a whole lot to talk about as far as awards go, so do you want to do, I have some homework for you.
0: Oh, I have, I have your final exam ready.
1: Okay. Do you want to, do you want to do, you want me to ask yours first and then you can do my final exam or. Well,
0: however you would like to do it. All right.
1: So let's, let's do mine. Are you ready for your homework? You're late again.
0: I had to get catch up homework. I am, or I think I am.
1: Okay. So following up what we did on the season two wrap up show, who has the most lines in season three? Um, and again, I'll, I'll post a link to this because there's a Reddit user that actually went through and apparently counted for oh, season gosh. one, two, and three, everybody's lines. So, who do you think had the most lines in season three? I have the top five here. Okay. So. okay.
0: The most lines. Okay.
1: It's not L.
0: <laughs> uh, no. Yeah. No. Uh, Dustin always comes to mind. Erica is a chatterbox, though. And Mike talks a lot. This season he's
1: mm-hmm. very rambly mm-hmm. um yeah i don't I don't know I don't know if I could have gotten this without I mean I know the answer before I yeah, before I thought about it i was just trying to think of you know how you could kind of get to it because the mm-hmm. the number one person I don't think I would necessarily pick number one the number two person I probably would have thought of because they have a lot of a lot of scenes where it's just this person and another person, you know it's just a two person scenes
0: so yeah, so. That would make me think it's Dustin or Erica because they're together a lot, right? I would think. Mm -hmm. But but also, I guess, yeah, not Murray. He talks a lot though.
1: Yeah. And Hopper
0: talks a lot
1: too. Hopper does talk a lot. So do you want to make a guess?
0: I'm going to guess Hopper for number one, Dustin number two, Erica
1: number three. Okay. I'll go backwards from five. So Joyce is five. Okay. Okay. At two forty four, Mike is fourth at two seventy three. Dustin is third at three thirteen. Oh. Three thirteen. Steve is second at three twenty six, oh. and you were right with Hopper at three fifty three. So Hopper yeah. was number one.
0: Hopper was number one. Is that? I feel like it was his speech pushed him over the edge.
1: <laughs> well, that's just that's just one line, essentially. So yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, question number two it's estimated that upwards of 70 companies introduced stranger, theme, stranger things themed goods and services to you know coincide with the launch of season three so marketing mm-hmm. including nike put out a whole line of stranger things clothes dungeons and dragons rebranded all their stuff and of course coke mm-hmm. among the others one involved an upside down version of a popular fast food project product And another gave the world flavors, including Elevenade Freeze and Demogorgon Sunday, S U N D A E. What are those two companies? So one was an upsell. One is Baskin Robbins. Okay. That was Elevenade Freeze and Demogorgon Sunday. And they also had, you
0: could go get like, I mean, we went that summer. I took Evie and her friends so many times so they could get like the butterscotch something.
1: Yeah. They did actually like, they did scoops of Hawaii pop ups. Yeah, know, yeah 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 okay. and the
0: other one is a fast food product Upsi-
1: upside down version of a popular fast food product yeah they also did 11 themed ketchup packets where you it was kind of her face and so the ketchup uh-huh. looked like looked like her nose bleeding so upside down version Ew. of a popular food and all it was was this product turned upside down there was nothing else to it it was just they served it upside down uh,
0: was it burger king
1: yeah burger king whopper uh,
0: okay
1: they, they just put it in the box upside down and called it a, a Stranger Things. That is know, real thing. dumb. So, okay, last one, you're not going to, well, you, you, you might be able to figure it out, but it, I don't know if you've seen it or not. So in July of 2019, right after the show came out, a Twitter user named Eddie Spaghetti, and I'll put a link to this too, put together, it's, it's a fantastic viral video of Hopper as the star of a fictional show that riffed on a long-running CBS show. I don't know if you've seen the video or not, but it's, it's very funny and I'll post a link to it. So what was the long-running CBS series that Hopper... So basically, Eddie Spaghetti Surely
0: took, Magnum P.I.
1: Yeah. So he made Hopper P.I. And it is the best... Oh, have you seen this video? No. It is fantastic i'll post a link to it so you guys can see it it is that is awesome so it's like the opening credits for Magnum pi but it's called hopper pi and And it's just
0: clips of him from starring starring
1: jim hopper and you know that's hilarious murray Murray bauman as himself and it's like clips in the show it's it's super funny so oh okay i can't wait to watch it okay so hit me with my okay
0: it's your final exam and they're kind of tough okay okay number one and for those who are listening, it's, it's a, it can be questions from any episode from season three, what color crunchies do 11 and max wear while fighting Billy during the sauna test.
1: I'm, I'm picturing Elle's. She's got the black shirt with the kind of the geometric patterns on it. Um, yellow was what popped into my head right off the bat, like yellow and white. Yellow, but I'm going to go with, I'll go yellow. Oh, shoot. So I think L had yellow and Max, maybe blue.
0: You're so close. Ugh. Eleven had yellow, Max was wearing green.
1: Green, Ah, I could picture it though, so that was good.
0: All right, number two. What animal is on Dustin's shirt in the finale?
1: Uh, a bug. No, I think about it.
0: You've got this. Think about it, we didn't realize- we didn't realize that his shirt said something. And we were like, that's why he called him that.
1: Oh, you're talking like before the epilogue, before the. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. I, yeah. Okay. In the epilogue, it said, don't bug me. So there was a bug. No, no,
0: no, no. It. Sorry, sorry, sorry. No.
1: Okay. So it's the cow with the roast beef. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
0: Number three, what color are Erica's nails painted when she gives her capitalist speech?
1: Oh, my Lord. I don't even know if I remembered her nails were painted. (laughs) Uh, How about blue? You got it. Hey. hey. It was blue. (laughs) All right.
0: Okay. It's another color question. Sorry. Okay. It It was easy for me to do this time. What is the color of the balloon Alexi pops to win the carnival game?
1: Oh, well, I know. I know Lucas pops a white balloon to distract the mind flayer. Uh, it's green, Is it, isn't it green balloons? Green balloons. It's green. Yeah. Yeah. 50 cents for, what was it? 50 cents for five throws or whatever. Or...
0: Yeah. You were like $5, <laughs> <laughs> $5 for three. For... How
1: well, much I said, is it... well, I said $1 first, but yeah.
0: And then you were like $5. Yep. How much is the banana, Michael? What could it be? <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> $10. Always money in the banana stand. <laughs>
0: okay. Number five. This is very easy. You should get this one. Okay. What kind of chips is Mike eating when Eleven spies on him?
1: Uh, just regular Doritos, like nacho cheese, regular. Yeah, nacho cheese Doritos. Oh,
0: that was actually very impressive, Colin.
1: I, um, I, I knew the yellow scrunchie. I, that came into, into my mind for some reason. I knew the green balloon for Alexi. I, I kind of guessed on Erica. I thought it might have been blue. I did not know Max's scrunchie. I had no idea. And I, I knew Dustin. Um, so yeah that wasn't that wasn't too bad all right sweet okay so before we we'll 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 do our superlatives but i did want i'll I'll post a couple links too because there are you know now that we're through the season i can post um there's a couple really good behind the scenes clip reels and a a good blooper uh you know a blooper clip reel that i can post too so keep an eye out on our socials for those I'll, i'll post those so anything else before we kind of wrap up with superlatives
0: no no Got I've got my superlatives ready.
1: Ooh. Okay. What do you have for Best Line?
0: Best line, it's kind of multiple and it's hopper speech.
1: Make mistakes, learn from them.
0: And when life hurts you, because it will, remember the hurt. The hurt is good.
1: It means you're out of that cave it
0: is sweet and it makes me tear up and when he just says for your poor old for the sake of your poor old dad just leave the door open three inches it makes me cry every time
1: yeah it's really good i I mean that whole speech was really good so yeah it was was really neat um i was kind of going that way and then i'm like oh let's just do something a little different so i went with kind of a a scene too so i went with robin and steve in the bathroom where she comes out oh yeah tammy thomas is a girl yeah oh oh holy shit yeah holy shit just the whole bit and then it kind of goes into the them singing you know total eclipse of the heart and all that kind of stuff so Mm -hmm. i just thought it was it was just a really sweet moment and it was another one of those ones where you know it was kind of like the never-ending story it was just kind of a nice break from what was going on to just kind of kind of breathe for a second and you know okay most spirited
0: most spirited I went with uh Mayor Klein's house
1: oh that's a good one
0: I felt I almost because we've done so many of these I couldn't remember if Lucas's kitchen was in this season or in season two
1: (laughs) Was season two, I was like yeah. were
0: his chairs with the wheels in this season because it yeah. will always be my most stranger yeah <laughs> that was season two because
1: it was the same episode that Dustin had his sliding door in his bedroom but yeah oh yeah so that the was, pocket door but that was season two when they were um Muse died mm-hmm. so yeah. yeah but yeah that was um I went with the mall the whole mall idea of the I mean I really liked how they got the storefronts uh right you know the sam goody with the records hanging mm-hmm. in the window i loved corn dog on a stick was just great and then gap and I just, and, and the esprit store coming and stuff like that i thought they just really oh, yeah. loved it. and then of course the, the movie theater and the movies playing in the movie theater and then the fashions i just i mean there was just everything that was in the mall i thought just had just a great you know 80s it vibes. did
0: it felt very very 80s yeah like but all, it, it didn't
1: feel stuff. fake it didn't feel forced no. you know i mean even the jazzercise guy i thought he was great and you know that whole thing so mm-hmm. it was really funny so okay stranger thing for the whole season what was your stranger thing
0: it has to be the jiggly goo and when it i mean you could go with any of any person in hawkins that you know melts into this goo but bruce and tom were particularly gross yeah. they just started turning black before they like started shaking and just oh they looked rotten yeah
1: yeah that's actually in one of the in the behind the scenes one of the things that i'll post i think it's the there's a facebook one and a youtube one and i think the facebook one is an effects reel and it showed um janet when she melted um so it kind of shows her and then it shows like the first layer of visual effects and then the second layer it's just so i mean it's really kind of neat to see but it's just kind of gross to like i I love
0: watching stuff like that it's gross but i I want to watch more of it
1: yeah so i had i had the bruce and tom monster so yeah that was it okay last one drum roll please mvp for season three i know who (laughs)
0: you don't either because it's not any of my regulars it was actually i was torn okay between billy and 11 okay And I went with 11 because she did save the world. So she did. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Who'd you think I was going to pick? Hopper.
1: Hopper. Nope. It was 11. Um, I do like Billy though. I I mean, I've talked a lot about Baker's performance this season. I thought it was just so good Mm -hmm. and and he will definitely be missed. I know. Uh, I went with David Harbour. I thought it was, I mean, it was a little obvious, but I just thought. Just because, I mean, you know, his performance, it was such a, a wide range of performances. I mean, you think of all the funny stuff with Alexi and that Slurpee and all that. And oh, then, yeah. You know, having to, you know, when he was kind of tough Bruce Willis guy with, you know, motorcycle helmet dude. And I, I thought it was just I thought it was just a great performance. But I do want to mention, I almost just to be like really thinking outside the box, I almost gave it to Curtis Gwynn, who's one of the writers. Because it was his idea to set it in a mall. The Duffer brothers hadn't even thought about using a mall as the setting. And Curtis said, hey, malls are big in the 80s. So let's, let's do it in the mall. Yeah. And then it was also his idea, I mentioned last week, to come up with the never-ending story as the song that Susie and Dustin sing. So without Curtis Gwynn, there would have been no mall, or they may have gotten there eventually, but no mall. And no never-ending story. So, I mean, kudos to Curtis Gwynn for, you know, saving season three behind the scenes. Get it, Curtis? Yeah. I mean, think anything but that int song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> think that does it? It does it. We did it. We finished. That's pretty cool. Twenty-five episodes and three recaps. We yeah, yeah. We got the whole.
0: Yeah, we did it. Anyways. We are not, including, not
1: in, including the lost sister. We made it through oh the gosh. lost sister. So. <laughs> we
0: did it for you. We watched it, so you didn't have to. Yeah. So this is not goodbye. We will definitely be back when season four returns, which hopefully we will get a release date soon. But in the meantime, we're going to be popping up here and there with uh our theories for season four and what, we're, what we think is going to happen, just like, we're going to go over episode titles. We're going to go over the teasers and we can talk about some of the new characters, but we also want to hear from you guys. And if you guys have theories for the upcoming season, you can always email them to us at scoopsahoypod at gmail.com. And we will discuss them when we record. So in the meantime, you can follow us on all the socials where it's Pod. You can subscribe to our podcast you can leave us a review and that would be amazing and definitely subscribe because otherwise how are you going to know when we come back we're just going to pop back up so
1: That's
0: right. all right everybody i want to thank every single one of you for joining us in this journey and i hope you tune in next time thanks guys bye bye
1: Stranger Things audio clips and official score are the property of Netflix. Incidental music by Blue Mount Score from Vixabay.